You're listening to a DM podcast. Hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast, a series of healthy conversations with inspiring hustlers. I'm your host, Madeline, and my aim is to help positively change the way you think one healthy conversation at a time. Through storytelling, these deeper conversations have been designed to act as a virtual toolkit. I like to pack them with practical advice, thought-provoking insights, and life-changing rituals. Together with my wonderful guests, my hope is that this podcast inspires and empowers you to thrive in all aspects of your life. If you're feeling ready to rise up to new challenges, irradiate positivity, and have an unshakable belief in yourself, then take a deep breath, buckle up, and let's go on this ride together. So hello, everyone. We are back together. This is an exciting moment. Tegan is rejoining me on the microphones after quite some time. But for anyone who is new or unfamiliar, Tegan and I used to do Hustlers Healthy Hacks together way back when, Tegs. That was like 2020. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Gosh, that was before COVID. (laughs) Pre-COVID. And it was because you were living in Melbourne. You were pregnant with G. Pregnant. That's I how know. long ago it was. It's so that's literally four years ago. Oh my goodness! And I remember you would come to my house every week, and we'd create these like amazing episodes together, and just have so oh, much fun. Oh, those were the days. <laughs> it's Little good to be up. back. Thanks it's for having me. So good to have you back. I'm so so excited to have you back. We are doing a series, a mini series, four episodes, all about leveling up your life really, but we're going to tap into health, mindset, spirituality, and relationships as kind of the overarching themes for leveling up. But do you want to give everyone, like if anyone is unfamiliar with you or maybe hasn't listened to our Hustlers Healthy Hacks Mm. episodes, like give us a little spiel on who Tegan is. Oh gosh, (laughs) whoever wants to do this. (laughs) Um, So yeah, if you haven't met me or heard me speak with Mads before, my name's Tegan. A little bit about me. Well, obviously I'm super passionate about all things health, wellness, self-development, spirituality, Um, have had a big journey with my own health. I had chronic fatigue syndrome in my early 20s. And that led me down the path of sort of having to grow up and figure out, I guess, some of the hardships that you'll face in life a little bit younger than some have. Um, So, yeah, I, I think I was led to this space for a reason. I'm now studying a health science degree as a mature age student. And in my day job, I'm dressing up on red carpets, filming random TV shows where you live in jungles or uh, hanging out with uh, Mark Boris on Celebrity Apprentice. Pretty random career. Pretty great career. Amazing Um, career. But yeah, I think a lot of the stuff that you and I always have spoken about and will speak about in this series is actually more gritty stuff that goes on behind the scenes Mm. that people don't see. Definitely. And something I love so much about you and why I love having you on the show is that you're so deeply passionate in so many areas and especially when it comes to health and mindset, but people don't always get that from you, from say Instagram or even the TV shows. And there's just so much depth to you. And I feel (laughs) like I just love the way that your mind works and, you know, you're just so wise. I've always said to you that you're so wise beyond your years. And so I love having you on here to give people that like deeper insight into Tegan and yeah, the way that you operate. And I guess just the way that you have called in and created such an insane and amazing career from such a young age. We're going to share the tools, baby. (laughs) No gatekeeping. (laughs) So let's get into today's session, today's episode where we're chatting all things leveling up your health. (laughs) 
I really truly believe that health is wealth and like Mm. I think especially I've learned that since becoming a mum because it's like if I'm not healthy or if I'm sick everything else just falls away like you're literally nothing without your health so true one of the things I really struggle with is watching people who are struggling with their health asking people around them for health advice Mm. who are spending money on things and like making excuses that they don't have money Mm. or time for the literally the thing that matters the most most. I cannot stress to people enough if your health isn't number one Mm. there is no point yes (laughs) it's so true like it really is because you can't be the business owner the wife the you know the mum the anything without your health focusing on your health can actually be really important in being a better businesswoman being a better mum yes tackling greater things achieving goals it's not just about feeling more energy Mm. or thinking more clearly it's about what those things bring into your life definitely and I feel like that's something I really need to start honing in from the sleep perspective because I'm obviously in a season of my life where I'm not getting much sleep (laughs) but I still want to be doing all the things that I you know wasn't showing up as a person I was so it's like getting really intentional with well how does pre-bedtime look now like what are you know when do I need to switch off being online what are the things like not drinking tea so I don't wake up in the night to go to the toilet but then still wake up to the kids there's nothing worse than my kids sleeping through but I still wake myself up to go to the toilet you have had 20 chamomile teas and are waking up to wee (laughs) so I'm gonna let you really take the lead on this because I know you're so deeply passionate about this you're obviously studying health science at the moment so I'm excited let's get into it thank you ads all right so we always start with our quote of the day especially in this up level series I think it's a really great way to set the tone Mm. and when it comes to our episode on up leveling your health I really love this simple quote start where you are use what you have and do what you can oh that is so good that is probably one of my first real lessons when I embarked on my health journey was not overwhelming myself Mm. I think especially in our younger years you know we set these health goals or fitness goals and we want to change everything Mm. all at once Mm. and we go like full ham on like making all the changes and my brother god bless him he does this all the time and i say will just one thing like <laughs> don't change all the ingredients in the pantry just like hone in on one thing <laughs> you're not going to use coconut buckwheat Seriously, some weird the flour. Other day like, like let's be honest he called me the other day and he's like mads i'm quitting sugar so and i'm like how about you just like start with not eating chocolate before bed and then maybe like not putting sugar in your tea like let's yeah. just simplify it instead of like the overhaul all at once because that is what is just so overwhelming on the body the mind and it makes you feel then like you're actually failing or you're not capable of it one step at a time is yes. the first thing the next part of the quote i love which is use what you you have which is so relevant to your financial status every one of us is in a different financial position Mm -hmm. therefore has to adjust their expectations surrounding what tools and resources Mm -hmm. they have to support their Mm -hmm. health and that is something that I'm learning Uh, I've just been on a placement in my health science degree so I sat in with a nutritionist and naturopath and she was really good at making sure she met the patient at their level in terms of their financial situation. So, okay, exercise is really important for you, but maybe you can't actually afford to do the fancy Pilates reformer Mm. class that you really want to do. But what can you have at home? What 
little bits of equipment can you have or what do you already have in the garage yes. that you can pull out? I don't care if it's a pile of books that you need to lift. Use what you have. Mm, if you so can't good. afford the pesticide free produce, the organic produce, then don't avoid eating vegetables Eat the vegetables and wash them, you know? (laughs) Totally. Absolutely. Use what you have. I actually said that to a girlfriend recently, you know, we're talking about just obviously the cost of food and stuff at the moment. And, you know, we both have young kids and she's like, oh, I feel so bad. I've even like stopped buying the kids berries. And I said to her something my naturopath told me with Rocco was like, babe, if you, if yeah, if organic's (laughs) really big to you, we'll just buy the frozen organic blueberries and raspberries and strawberries and just pull them out 15 minutes before you have to give the kids and wow. do you know what my kids now will choose frozen over like the, the fridge stuff go. every time well you have a great naturopath firstly yeah, I've, I've actually done a whole assignment on looking at the quality of nutrients in frozen foods like frozen berries and oh, vegetables versus yeah. you know and I won't go into it too much it's a whole episode in itself <laughs> but I will say that there is some research that suggests that uh, it, when you freeze you know berries or fruits and veggies uh, in their state of being picked fresh that it can yes. actually hold some of the nutrients in it rather than having you know fruit that's been on the shelf for a few weeks totally. so it, it's it's just about making it easy for yourself yes. and if frozen vegetables are the only way you mm-hmm. can get vegetables into your dinner yep. then do it yeah just definitely. really yeah prioritizing making those little changes mm-hmm. and doing what you can because that. we know that when we aim too high everything feels too hard and everything just crumbles. So true. A little hack that I love when it does come to like introducing these new habits and not overwhelming yourself is, which a lot of people have probably heard this, but it's the habit tracking. Mm. And I'm pretty sure the philosophy, I don't know who actually started the philosophy, but I read about it in Atomic Habits book. Yes, yep. That's a great book if you are into like setting habits and keeping them. Mm. Um, And so the idea is very much about tracking your habits so say if a big one for me a few years ago was drinking filtered water Mm -hmm. I'd learn a lot about you know the chemicals and toxins that can be found often found in tap water especially in cities so going back to meeting yourself where you're at like we were living in an apartment I couldn't go and get plumbing in and all of that like I didn't have the money to either so I started small with just buying one of those filter water jugs um now we have like this beautiful earth tank ceramic water filter in our home but it's like I'm at that point where I have a house now and I could you know I can afford to have that and it's important but what I actually did was just tracked drinking filtered water you know and so For me to do that, it meant taking my water bottle everywhere I went. It was, you know, like becoming really mindful of those little things. But the habit tracking is really about not trying to overhaul everything at once. Mm. It's really just getting very intentional with two or three things that you want to introduce and focusing wholeheartedly on them for like a two to three week period. Being really intentional with doing that habit every day and like if it's a little if you're a visual person you can give it a little tick every day and make yourself feel really good about it like now it's just second nature to me like I would never just not drink filtered water like it's always you know I take my water bottle everywhere I go if I'm going to stay overnight somewhere I take two or three water bottles because I don't you know and it's just it's absolutely second nature that's so cool I love that I get asked all the time how did you recover from chronic fatigue? Mm. What were some of the things you did? What was the magic pill? You know, the amount of, you know, questions that I get asked surrounding, like, how did I go from ill health to good health? 
and I can't give people a magic pill. And yeah. in fact, I can't, I don't even like to share my story too deeply because we all have our own individual health and different things going on within our systems, Yep. which is why we need to work with a professional. But I do say to people, what it comes down to as to why I'm well now is making daily choices. Mm. In every hour, if not every 10 minutes we've got a decision that we can make to either make what I like to call like the devil the devil decision (laughs) or the angel decision so you know you might be on your lunch break and you might have very limited time yes and McDonald's double cheeseburger staring you right in the face because there seems to be one on every corner for some reason and you know you've got your rolled Vietnamese and you don't you haven't packed your food so you're already in a a position where you need to make a decision Mm -hmm. right I'm not going to not eat because I need energy to fuel my body so here's my decision I walk the extra 10 minutes to the rolled Vietnamese don't really have the time but I'm going to prioritize my health over Mm -hmm. you know that extra 10 minutes work that I can tack on to the end of the day and the double cheeseburger and so it really just came down to making better decisions and on some days I made the devil choice don't you worry yeah. i i bit into that cheeseburger <laughs> and enjoyed every bite of it and do you know what that's a really important note as well is like <laughs> honoring that i love with the kids to call it like good for the soul food because yeah. it's like sometimes that food is actually just good. like it's just good in that moment like you just feel like the kfc or the Maccas, and we mm. know it's not the best choice but in that moment it's good for the soul but you know that tomorrow you're going to make a better choice yeah. and it's like just honoring that instead of feeling the guilt around it mm. and if you're making eight good choices and two bad ones that day yes you're in a good place Mm. one of the analogies I've always used I think I've told you this one before because it's one of my favorites but someone said to me along my healing journey it was a health professional he, he said I want you to think of your body as a bucket and every day inevitably we are throwing things into that bucket, whether mm. it be some cortisol stress from the argument we had with our partner or, you know, some pesticides from the fruit and veggies that we've just eaten and didn't wash properly because we're in a rush or the fumes that we've just breathed in because the bus just drove past us. Mm. There is inevitably going to be things filling that bucket. Yes. However, if that bucket reaches the point of overflowing, mm-hmm. that is when our body can reach the state of disease, dis-ease. Okay. And I want you, Tegan, to start in every moment making better decisions in regards to trying to keep the level of that bucket down. And because you're, you've reached the point of illness and you, mm. you know, you're struggling with this fatigue, we're actually going to need to scoop some things out of that bucket too. So we're going oh. to need to work on some detoxing and some health you know, strategies yeah. to, to scoop out. But most people without even knowing how blessed they are, are in good health yes, and are at a point where they can actually stop adding to that bucket mm. by making better choices in each moment. I love that. I kind I of just understood it all from that point. I was like, okay, I get it now. Yes. I can make better decisions by not adding to the bucket. Yeah. And then if I'm like, okay, I'm feeling really good at the moment. I've got a little bit of extra money. I've got a bit of extra time. Maybe I can do, you know, really hone in on my diet this month with my naturopath. Mm -hmm. Maybe I can do a bit of extra work this month. Yeah. And just feeling where you're at with the circumstances of your life, but making better decisions in every moment and not beating yourself up when you might might fall off the wagon and for me like choosing to eat organic became something that you know we stopped getting takeaway I stopped buying you know takeaway coffee like Mm. I made choices so that we could afford to 
buy the organic, you know? And like, I'll be really honest at the moment, like we're probably only 50, 50 because that's just where life's at. We've got kids to, and it's really important to note that, you know, I'm exactly the same. I'm, I'm, I like to think of myself as a health queen, but I don't eat always organic and that is okay. Yep. Totally. And at the moment it's just not achievable for us. Well, you know, we don't have the access to it Mm. like we used to. And also like affordability, all of those things come into play, but it's like, now where can I make the choice? Like the berries. Okay. I'm going to go buy frozen so that they're still organic. Like where can I make the choice to choose better or what alliance? Sometimes it can be almost overwhelming with the amount of choices. Definitely. Especially when you start to become passionate about researching Mm -hmm. in the space of health. Yes. Uh, and you become bogged down by like mm-hmm. you think, well, I can't do that and I can't do this and I can't do that. And I went through a bit of a stage where I was so strict with myself that I think I was creating so much stress and building up so much cortisol in my body that it actually was probably doing yeah. more harm than good. Yeah. So I really think it is about that balance mm-hmm. and it's about making the good choices when you can. Yes. And as we said again, not beating yourself up when you can't. Just honoring them when you can't. So I guess for anyone listening to this that does really want to up-level their health, what's one of your top tips that you would give them as a bit of a starting point? So for me, I always like to bring my health pillars back Mm -hmm. to the forefront of my mind if I feel like I'm falling off the wagon with my health. And we all go through these phases. But for me, it always comes back to my diet, my water intake, my exercise, making sure I'm taking my supplements guided Mm -hmm. by my naturopath and not skipping my meditations. And I I know these sound like really simple things, but There are so many tips that we can share within these basic five lifestyle changes Mm. that can really help people stay on track with these things. Because if you're on track with these things, or at least some of them, you're going to be feeling pretty good. Yes, it is so true. So Mads, when it comes to your diet, water intake, (laughs) exercise supplements and meditation, what are your sort of stronger ones that you feel like you do pretty well with and and perhaps the ones you feel like you struggle maintaining and sustaining? When it comes to diet, that's definitely one at the moment that fluctuates. Pre-kids and when I first started doing Healthy Hustlers, like my diet was literally on point. Like I was the healthiest version of myself, like Mm. to the point where my family was like, you are so like this is so extreme but you know over time I think trying to juggle a lot of things my health was like one of the balls that actually got put down I'm realizing that that's a silly ball to put down because it really has to always be in the air also commonly one that mums put down definitely but food for me like nutrients and that for me at the moment definitely still I really do believe like food is medicine and I I do try to always choose real food whole foods food in their closest in their closest nature yes but like at the moment where our life is at you know Ryan and I are both working we're not sleeping much we are doing ready meals for dinner but you know when we did that we've done our research and chosen the one that aligns most with you know local healthy ingredients less preservatives all of that sort of stuff so I guess I'm sharing that because it's like, yes, it doesn't look like it once did, but right now I'm still making the healthiest choice that is 
convenient because convenience is very important for us. Also, I found when I became a mum, I really stopped prioritising lunch because the day would escape me. Mm -hmm. So breakfast has become a really, really important thing. I make sure I have our really whole food based nutrient dense smoothie in the morning as well as actually eating breakfast with the kids if that's porridge or egg on toast or having that really big breakfast yeah I think with water that was another really big one that dropped off Mm. from breastfeeding Mm. I think we all have the ones that we find easier and the ones that we find more difficult definitely and I think it's just like you know for water it's that's so important for me like I feel so much better like I get really foggy and cloudy if I don't have water um but one of my beautiful friends actually Eliza she created this hydration powder which I share all the time on my Instagram because it's literally changed my intake with water but it's like a hydration powder that you put in your drink bottle and so it changes the flavor and it's so good that has helped me so much to drink so much more water so I feel like my water's okay meditation is definitely like (laughs) off the radar but it's gone it's finding (laughs) it's like creating it in a new way now like when okay so sitting in silence or having time to myself is a little bit harder but I'm often in the car by myself so putting on a meditation in that moment or falling to sleep listening to a meditation it's just or meditating in the shower like you know, in my own mind. So it's just, yeah, it's just finding those moments where I can still bring those healthy habits because I know that they really serve me. I love that. And meditation is, it needs to look different for everyone Mm. because for someone like myself who can absolutely carve out time in my day to sit alone, I have no excuse. But for someone who's a mum who actually has to put two other children's needs before Mm. themselves, a meditation might actually just look like, some breath work in the car before you run into your meeting yes you know six deep breaths hold your breath and Mm -hmm. you know just changing your state in a way that's not a 20 minute meditation and hopefully and I know you will because you value meditation as much as I do you will be able to get back to that but as we've said in previous episodes you need to honor the season that you're Mm -hmm. in and sometimes you need to adjust your expectations around these lifestyle habits yeah definitely uh, because our diet is not going to look the same Mm -hmm. on a holiday as it is at home definitely but we can still make good choices on that holiday so it's a little bit better Mm-hmm. than take away every meal. Well, it just goes back to that quote as well of like, use what you have, you know, exactly. like what is it right now that can allow you to do those things? It's not going to look the same as it maybe did a season before, but yes. how can you use it right now to better yourself? I love that. And I really need to point out how many people are putting so much pressure on themselves because of social media and the amount of health information and the amount of tools like mm. the the latest smartwatch well i need that because everyone's talking about it so i'm i'm not yep. going to be on track with my health goals without it so yes. i just may may as well just not totally I just give up because i can't afford it right now yes it's like we're so bombarded with the next best tool or the next you know the importance of eating organic or whatever it may be that is flooding our feeds based on who we're following uh, it's important to you know take a step back from that and as we said in the quote use what you have do mm-hmm. what you can yes love it where so are now you I, at well, <laughs> <laughs> well i will go into some sort of some some deeper more helpful yeah uh, definitely health. let's get the juice on let's some get of the these. juice so because you know when we're it comes truly to up leveling like we really up leveling because like, the people yeah. that listen to this podcast are healthy and yes exactly. they might be in a stage of or a season of life like i am where it's you maybe not honoring it as much as you once did yeah but they overall have the philosophies of health so i really want well, let's get into the juicy stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you've touched on um the basics and 
just one point on the water intake I wanted to make was changing the flavor of your water, as you just said, Mm. if you need to, to be able to keep your water intake at the level it needs to be. So I am constantly putting lemon, orange, berries and strawberries, whatever I need to in my water, as well as incorporating my herbal teas into the amount of water I'm drinking each day and making sure that, you know, if I've had seven herbal teas that I'm I'm counting that towards my water intake, which is something I definitely do in winter because I don't like cold water on my teeth and gums Mm. in winter. Oh, yeah, fair enough. (laughs) Um, So that was just one I wanted to point out when it comes to the basics. Um, But for those of you who have tuned in for a while and who are, you know, already across the basics, which a lot of you may be, um, I wanted to dive a little bit deeper into sleep being one of the things Yes, um, and how I've recently been, I guess, hacking my sleep to try and get as deep, as deep a sleep as I can, as mm-hmm. much oxygen to my brain as I can <laughs> so that I'm waking up truly refreshed. Yes. And as I've had chronic fatigue in the past, like I've been aiming, I was sleeping 14 hours mm. like at one point. So to me, it's like, the healthier I get and the better my sleep is, the better the quality my sleep is, the less sleep I'm actually needing, yes. which comes back to what we said earlier. If you can sleep seven hours as opposed to nine, that's two extra hours Definitely. in your day to do the things you want to do. Mm-hmm. So Luke and I have been doing this together actually and I've somewhat turned him into a <laughs> sleep hygiene freak and now he like sends me all these videos and calls me and he's like oh my god I just heard this podcast and like we need mouth tape and I'm like oh my goodness my breathwork coach Nicola you know Nicola yeah. don't you she's right into the tape yeah so we okay. actually have our little routine at night now every light in the house is off for like half an hour and okay. we put our salt lamp on and okay. even if we've been reading before that like it's just no no screens before okay. bed Yep. Make sure the room's really dark, like pitch black dark. Okay. We put, it's so funny. It's like we, I pull my nose tape out, give it to him. There's two ways you can do this. There's the nose tape that you put over your nose, which are the strips that you can just get from the chemist. And it basically goes on your nose like a Band-Aid and expands and opens your nose passages up. So you feel like you can breathe oh 10 times more goodness. easily. It's just the most simple little chemist product that I have absolutely loved. Um, there's another one called, I think they're called Mute Mute. And that goes into your nose and expands your nose. So okay. there is so much research out there and so many people online talking about breathing through your nose and how important it is to not be a mouth breather okay. to get the deepest sleep you can. So popping our nose strip on and then taping our mouth so that we're trying to train ourselves to breathe through our nose. It's not working every night. Some nights I wake up and the nose strip is on my forehead and the mouth tape is nowhere to be seen because I am a mouth sleeper. I sleep with my mouth wide open. Oh my God, I just keep getting visuals of like me going into my kids when they've woken up and I've forgotten the mouth tape. Sorry like- kids, no talking tonight. No, it's just hilarious because you just sometimes wake up and like Luke's got my nose strip across his like cheek. I was like, like it's just chaos. But it's really we're really noticing a difference in okay. the quality of our sleep. And Luke actually has a Garmin smartwatch, so I think that's probably the best watch I've tried in regards to tracking the, okay, sleep, the sleep with the app. Yes, and we're definitely seeing a difference wow. in our sleep. So that's been really cool and something that. I've really wanted to focus on because I've done a lot of work on my physical health and my mental health to get to where I am today with feeling as good as I do. But I've always felt that sleep was a little bit of an untapped area for me that I wanted to hone in on. And I'm in that, 
I'm in that place right now. So yeah, that's so cool. I love that. I know even you said to me um, in the messages when we're talking about today and you were like, oh, I'm going to take my melatonin, do a meditation (laughs) and get a really good night's sleep. And I was like, oh, you bitch, I wish I could do that. <laughs> Ryan and I are in the stage where we like have to go. Okay, dragging you have one fri- foot behind the other. Like you have Friday night as a good night, and I'll have Saturday night. As oh a good night. my god! I, look, and, like, and I love that no, we I'm both joking. speak love from different you're... perspectives because I it's know so that that season is coming for totally. me. And I want to ask so on melatonin because I know that's a really big thing for sleep, and I've definitely used that when I've travelled and stuff before, like on aeroplanes and stuff. Do you know much? about the philosophy or the thought behind the melatonin? Look, I won't go deeply into it until I am qualified, which should hopefully be by the end of next year. Um, But for me personally, I do take melatonin. Um, I worked with a functional medicine doctor who actually gave me um, like a script for the compound chemist to get some good quality melatonin, which I take. He had some beliefs surrounding the fact that that taking melatonin can also be supportive of uh, your hormones. And when you're reached like that perimenopausal stage, it can be really handy or helpful um, and supportive to your health to take a melatonin. So that is a whole thing in itself um, that you can speak to your natural path or yeah. functional doctor about but I have been doing something lately that's been really helpful and I've been diving into the research on this yes it is getting sunlight into your eyes first thing when you wake up oh. and I actually read a research paper this morning uh, which was on the circadian rhythm and how much light can help our circadian rhythm, can yes. help our mood. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's just the benefits of light are incredible. So, so literally getting outside in so sunlight or? <laughs> Luke, once again, he was the one that found this. He mm. called me one day and he said, I've just listened to this podcast by this neuroscientist and he recommends first thing in the morning, waking yes. up, going outside and looking at wherever the sun is coming from. It might like, not be a bright sun that day, but there okay. is light in the sky coming from somewhere. Yeah. Before you let yourself see any screens or any ah. artificial light that you turn on, go outside, which is also amazing for your mental health. Totally. Like, go outside, look for that light and let the light get like oh my get goodness. into your eyes <laughs> and you will genuinely start to feel, and I did and Luke did, like your your circadian rhythm start to balance itself out. Like I am a night owl. I yeah. struggle some nights. I could easily stay up till 2 a.m. Yes. But for me, I started doing it and now I feel myself when the sun starts to go down, I start to feel my body winding down. And I oh noticed that when I stopped doing this, I noticed the opposite effect as well. Wow. I need to try this for my kids. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Holding but them up to the seriously, sun. Like, especially what Rocco. What is this woman doing? But I, um, it's, really, it's interesting you say that because I have a little thing with Georgia that she's obsessed with the moon. And so we often w- walk outside at night and say goodnight to the moon. And she says, this is a bit of a little spiritual kind of, I guess, practice that I do with her to kind of just show her that there's more working for us than just ourselves but I take her out and she finds a moon in the sky and she's like there it is mum and then we say Mr Moon or Mrs Moon or beautiful moon please help me have a really beautiful sleep and she you know gives the moon a kiss goodnight and it's really funny because she will wake up in the morning and remember it's mummy I had such a good sleep because I spoke to the moon she's associating that that moment but I love that with the sun I feel like that's such if you do have kids that's such a little cute little practice that you could bring into the morning 
morning yes. of like, you know, welcoming in that new energy and really getting the kids involved in that. I love the, the spiritual view on it as well. Like obviously I've come from the effects of light on mood and sleep and circadian yeah. rhythms, but also like just the spiritual practice, practice of, of waking up and mm. being like in, in nature. nature. Totally. As the first thing you do. Yes. Yeah. I love that so much. I feel like too that would probably really also help when you're in a new environment. Like, you know, sometimes when you're in sleep in a different environment or a new environment and your sleep is really altered mm. because of things that are like, you know, making you feel unsafe or unfamiliar. Mm. I feel like that would almost maybe really help too with yeah. being in new environments because you're body is more in tune with that rather than just your surroundings absolutely i i highly recommend that you all yeah give, i give love this that hack a go it's obviously something free and safe that yes. you can try to do and and just after three or four days mm-hmm. really tune into okay how was my sleep before doing this and how is my sleep now love it that's yeah. incredible i'm definitely doing that Well, I've got one more. Okay, we I love time. it. We I don't do. Know what we're, yeah, where let's we're at do here it. Because I could talk about this all day. <laughs> you got time. <laughs> so I think I've mentioned this to you before, Mads. But one of the things I learned when it came to improving my health was that our health is always changing. And so when my friends say to me, "Well, why should I see a naturopath? Why can't I just go once and then I know what I'm mm. doing?" and my answer to them is, "Well, your health changes." Yeah. So the minerals and nutrients and vitamins that you've got in your body three months ago versus now are completely different. So that is why I am so passionate about working with an expert Mm. to continually test where my body is at and what my body needs. Love that. So I like to call this test don't guess <laughs> which <laughs> is good working with a professional yeah. and looking at where your levels are at and actually you know for example I'll give you two really great examples of this uh, one is that I was having gut issues mm-hmm. and I was taking every probiotic I was you know without without advice I was just taking yeah. the local probiotic from the chemist I uh, was taking having kimchi I was making my own bone broth I was doing everything that the internet was telling me was going to help my gut but I actually had some histamine issues so a lot of those things were actually just triggering my gut. I remember this with you that was so interesting. And remember I actually had um, a really great practitioner at the time do a comprehensive stool test and tell me that I was missing a strain called uh, bifidobacteria and that was a really important strain for um, energy and immune immunity. Yes. And I was struggling with chronic fatigue at the time. So then I was, you know, told to take something more specific, Mm -hmm. which was, you know, aligned with where my gut was at at that exact time. And I started to finally have some results. It's so interesting because so I worked with a naturopath um, for Rocco. He was having lots of like gut issues when he was really young. Yeah. It was really interesting learning about just because something is healthy it doesn't mean it's healthy for you that's so and on the bone broth one like when I was following a lot of like amazing nutritionists and that online whose food philosophies for kids really aligned with me personally Mm. but then when I was actually introducing it to Rocco it wasn't wasn't working he was super Mm. uncomfortable and same thing on the naturopath said to me with a bone broth she's like well just because you know his his actual little body right now can't digest that really well so it's not having a positive effect yeah, on him, yeah. you know, whether now that he's older and we've, you know, done the foundate, built the foundations, mm. he can obviously have that. So 
working with someone to like actually hone in on what it is for you specifically. Yeah. Because, you know, like for him, things like carrot and potato and beetroot were really, really uncomfortable. Which potentially someone online had been telling totally. you. Totally. They're you know. like, and they're rich sources of, you know, they're in, considered in all healthy foods and I was buying organic ones yeah. and, yeah. you know, doing all the, the right things yeah. in quotation. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it just wasn't suitable for his body at that yeah. time. Being like two years into a full-time degree, it's like, wow, I completely understand now why we go to these experts to seek out answers mm-hmm. for where our exact individual issues yes. are arising from, yes. what foods are going to support that, what supplements and nutrients mm-hmm. are going to support that. Like sometimes we can't figure these things out on our yep. own or totally. with the internet or with social media. Definitely. And it's just like, yeah, because it's healthy for one person, it doesn't mean it's necessarily. It was just like when I remember when I went plant-based and like here I was thinking yeah. I'm doing the healthiest things, but it didn't it serve my body at all. You. It didn't work for me. Yeah. So yeah. I, I totally agree with that. Like mm-hmm. broccoli can serve, you know, might serve 90% of us really well. But, you know, however many of us might actually say, well, my gut feels really funny after eating broccoli and I know that it's deemed as a healthy food, but Mm -hmm. it's really important for us to be so in tune with what foods are making us feel certain things. So if you actually scale it back and and keep a food diary and actually isolate these foods and Mm -hmm. say, all right, well, I'm going to have oats this morning just with water. So I know if it's the oats or the oat milk or the almond milk or the coconut milk and actually isolate the food groups so you you know which ones maybe are making you feel good and which aren't I am so in tune with Mm. eating something and saying okay how does my mind feel do I feel clear in the mind today do I feel more tired than usual how's my skin looking today Mm -hmm. and if you start to ask yourselves these questions regularly when you're not eating 400 things in the one on the one plate you can really start to figure out what is right for you. Definitely. For me, the first thing to show is my skin. Yeah. Like my skin and my energy levels. Yeah. Whether like for my daughter, Georgia, the first thing for her is like bowel movements go yes. when she's eating stuff that's like not suitable for her body. So it's like almost bringing awareness and identifying, well, what are the first signs mm. in me that I notice when I'm clearly not eating something or eating things that are serving me. Yeah. So for me, it's often just like this feeling of like, I just don't feel as well. I can't even put it into words, but I don't feel as energized or as, as Mm -hmm. vital as I usually do. And that's very obvious if I've been away eating like what you would consider discretionary foods. Definitely. But it's not so obvious if it's something that might be really healthy and great for a lot of people, but doesn't work so well for me. So yeah, keeping a food diary is a mm, really great way to break that down and figure out how you feel after certain foods. Yeah, I think that's such an important point of like, I know Ryan recently, we've always drank almond milk and we love almond milk, but he recently got advice from someone else who works with a dietitian, like yeah. a sporting person who works with a dietitian, to drink this like certain cow's milk and the benefits of cow's milk. So he started drinking cow's milk again and he's like, Maddie, I can't believe how fog it's the only thing he wow. changed. And he started feeling really like heavy and like a bit foggy and just like he's just like in my body like I just feel heavier and so he just went straight back to the almond milk and he's like I feel great and it's like just because that's suitable to one person like I'm like you're comparing yourself to a female athlete right now who's giving you this advice versus you who's like a male and you know working and got children so it's like your constitution's different as well like I eat 
I cannot have dairy. Does not suit. Yep. It does not serve me well. But my mum drinks milk by the gallons and has yeah. done since she lived on a farm when she was young. There so you go. Once again, like just yeah, learn yep. learn how your body works. Um, but let's finish up with a journal. Yes, prompt. I definitely want to. Um, yeah, do we, some journaling. We can't prompts. leave them we without the journal prompt. So <laughs> this is your homework, guys. <laughs> Don't forget this. <laughs> this is how the up leveling really starts to happen, and how you sort of take away what we said in the episode, but mm-hmm. actually remember to apply it yes. in your week to week. So definitely. One of my favorite health goals that I journal about is simply what are my health goals going to be going into this new week? I love that. And so that stops us from overwhelming ourselves with seven new ones. It's like, okay, maybe pick one or two for this week. Yes. And then... In a couple of weeks' time, once those once those things come naturally, you might ask yourself again, okay, what are the n- next health goals I'm going mm. to adopt into my week? For me, that that would really include to doing the habit tracking. So mm. if you are going to focus on those goals, like really introducing that tracking so that you're making it a habit continuously. It's something that. that becomes just like second nature that you do every single day without a thought. Love that. That's so perfect. And we'll finish up with... Which day did I feel my best this week? What exercise did I do? Did Mm -hmm. I meditate? What did I eat that day? What did I eat the day before? Mm -hmm. Really trying to journal on like what day did I feel good and why? Why? I love that. Why did I feel so good that day? Yep. (laughs) It's just bringing that awareness back, isn't it? And really honing in. So love it. Thank you so much, Teeks. I hope you all enjoyed that episode. We will be back very soon. (laughs) It's going to be so up level. It's going to be crazy. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I really hope it gave you a healthy boost. I'm so excited to be back next week for new episodes. But until then, if you want to chat, my DMs are always open. You can find me on Instagram, one of my favorite places to hang out, at Madeline Carafa or at The Healthy Hustlers. And of course, if you did enjoy this show, please feel free to share it with a friend or family member who might benefit from it too. Not only does it really help the show, but also helps other people on their health and wellness journey. All the links that have been mentioned in the episode, you can find in the show notes. Have an awesome week. Until next time, don't forget to keep your hustle and nice and healthy.